some of the sports stupidisms that he's picked up on this past and, uh, week. Sports stupidisms are things that somebody announcers say that just don't make sense if you're a true sports fan. And I pick up on them and we analyze them on our show. And this, that's called sports stupidisms. And there, here's one. My favorite person, of course, <laughs> Michael Kay. He's talking about flying back from Boston after that next surgery. And he's talking about the steakhouse that he went to. And that went on for 15 minutes between him, between him, Don LaGreca, and Peter Rosenberg. Do I give a shit about your restaurant that you went to in Boston after your surgery? I could care less about that. To me, that's not sports talk. Okay? But he insists on putting his whole life into his show um, when it's supposed to be about sports. They but it's about, not. But it's not. They talk about underwear. They talk about you watching a Nick game in a nude. Don Le, is Don LaGreca wearing underwear under his sweats? Who gives a shit? About the shirt he's wearing. Uh, who I mean, shows up at a basketball game, how flamboyant uh, their suit is. Who cares? <laughs> okay? That's not sports. It's sports talk radio. Yeah. And uh, they just had something in the paper that he's beating the crap out of Carton and, and Roberts at the same time. And that's because Carton, first of all, shouldn't be on WFAN. He got caught in a gambling scheme. Okay? He should be banned from radio. He spent three years in... Uh, country club prison. He says he's clean now, but it's gambling. And you, all you have on your show on WFA and on ESPN is advertisements for gambling. Well, let me ask you this. Don't they go on probation where they're not supposed to bet or go on I would think so. He says he's, he said he's, he's more, he's more mature now and he's grown up. But he's breaking the, the But in the meantime, rules, he, yeah. he has a, you know, every, every, you know, second commercial, third commercial is about gambling on both shows. You know, I don't so drink much it. milk, but I went into the milk the, the aisle yesterday, and I saw his picture on a, on a carton of milk with an He's expiration missing? date. He's missing still? <laughs> He's still missing? And nobody wants to no, find him. No, they had an expiration date on him. He's done. He's done. The other guy, the other guy was, have you seen him? Have you seen him? What's that song? Have you seen him? Baby, have you seen him? He was on center stage. Is that the Shylights? Shylights, yeah. Baby, have you seen him? So anyway, this is in the New York Post. I caught this last week. Uh, somebody better proofread their, their paper because um, the same day, is, there's a column that says transactions for the, for the day uh, for different teams, football, baseball, track, whatever, mm -hmm. wrestling, whatever, who, so, you know, who did what this day. Well, it says the Denver Broncos waived Eric ba Eric Banks, defensive tackle. Right underneath it, it says the Detroit Lions waived Eric Banks, defensive tackle. Which team? Which team Who's did he get cut from? Exactly. And I never even heard the guy, but that doesn't mean anything. But which team was he on? 
Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's like a who waved them? Which one? Which team? Yeah, I waved at them. Bye. That's the second time I, in the last two weeks that I've caught something like that in their sports. Sports. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, because of you, I've been catching stuff. Uh, I caught stuff for the World Series too. Yeah, know? well, I got some. Don't worry. Joe, Joe Buck. <laughs> in his instrument wisdom, he's another one of my uh, favorites. This is the Braves and the Astros game number four. And he says the pitcher for the Astros is trying to outsmart the hitter. No, no he wants no to kid. throw. He wants to throw right down the plate, right, right over the plate, so the guy can whack it out of the park. That's Where'd you come up with that from, Joe Buck? Listen, if it wasn't for your old man, you wouldn't have a job. You wouldn't have a job, okay? Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> it. That's pretty stupid, isn't it? Now his yeah his uh, his partner uh, right now analyst is uh, John Smoltz, right? Right. He's not uh, too I, smart either. I, well, well, let me prove this to you. This, the game is on, and John Smoltz is uh, announcing with uh, Mr. Buck, mm -hmm. and he says that during the heat of the game, end of the game, he says, I've never seen someone get stri strike out and have a run score. Like, what? You mean Can you he can't? Have seen a pass ball? Pass ball, yeah. Or a wild pitch? And he pitched. He pitched for 22 years. I'm like, wait a minute. You can't tell. I mean, you got guys who throw real heat sliders in the dirt right. to strike sinkers. you out. Sinkers. And you know, like Mariano Rivera, right? One gets away. People were still striking out when he, in, in the heyday. He was getting like... They do it now around, around, this, around this Chapman for the Yankees. Yeah. But, of course, they got a catcher that can't catch either, but that's besides the point. Well, here's the thing. How many pass balls does he let go by? I don't know. He leads the league every year, Sanchez. He's got to. And I, I was watching, like... You know, he, one time he, he lucked out and went back from the backstop. He came, came back, right back to him. Came right, right back to him. That right. was like the only time I've ever seen right. him with an opportunity with something he should catch. And one yeah. of the things that I noticed about him, he does not get in front of the ball. Like like right. Johnny he, Bench. He move, if anybody was listening, well. doesn't move well. Some of these other catchers, you know. Johnny, Johnny Bench, Roseborough, uh, Campanella, Munson. I mean, you can go on and on. Carlton Fisk. Yeah, so these guys, yeah. they blocked the plate. Right, which is what you're supposed to do when you're a catcher. You like all these guys like you're gonna, you can't backhand. You can't backhand. If you're the backstop, you gotta good. get down. You know, get down on it. You know, like Kamala like Harris gets down. Right. And, yeah, you gotta get down on it. You if the ball's down, you gotta be down. If you're asking for a pitch, you know, low and away, you better be low you and away. You better be ready you to know, catch you it. You can't right. get there after the fact. Right. Because if you do, run scored. And then John Smoltz will say, you know, maybe it's the first time I've seen a third strike go for a run. Right. Because I. Never saw it happen before. Even though I pitched for 22 years, right. you know, I got hit in the head a couple of times with the ball. Maybe that's why I forgot. And you fell on your head a few times. <laughs> so here's another. This was, this was, I should have had this first, actually. But in game three, <clears throat> the Braves versus the Astros, Duval pops up for the, uh, I think he, uh, he's the Braves. Duval pops up for, and he, he pops up near the, near the, <laughs> near the right, right side dugout, all right? Which is the Braves dugout. Joe Buck says it's an infield pop-up. Really? It's by the dugout, you moron. It's nowhere near the infield. What is wrong with you? Well, if the ball drifts over, you know, well, like that drifted over a lot to the <laughs> dugout. That's pretty far from the from the infield. Is it the dugout or was it on yeah. the field? Now, no. isn't there a line, you know, yeah, there is a line. From yes, there the is. Field from yeah. the yes. uh, the dugout and from, all that. From the foul line. Yeah, so he, he it's couldn't the foul see line. that. From the foul line to the dugout is about 10 feet or 15, 20 feet maybe. That's because they didn't come in and vacuum and clean up the lines. He couldn't maybe tell. He, he couldn't tell. Maybe he was drinking something or smoking something at the time. Yeah. And then in game four again, which I, I quoted before, game four, the Astros are winning 1-0 in the third inning. Joe Buck says, 
The Astros are 0 for 5 in the scoring in scoring position. How did how did they score that if they're 0 for 5 in the scoring and, and they were in scoring position when they were in scoring position? How did they score? They didn't. But they were leading one nothing. How did they score? They couldn't. That's Mr. Joe Buck. So this is uh, in a Florida game. Florida versus Georgia game. Last week I was watching college football, which I don't watch too often. The third quarter, Georgia's leading 24 nothing. Florida State misses a 23-yard field goal. The announcer, who I don't know who it was because he didn't say his name, says Georgia's pitching a shutout. Are they playing baseball? Playing football. How's that pitching a shutout? Who's the pitcher? Makes no sense. Who's on first? Who's third on base. Second? Who's on third? How do you pitch a shutout when you're playing football? You're not pitching. No. You're playing football. There's no pitching involved in that. It's not even soccer. No. I'm out on the pitch. Well, no, right. it's not soccer. This is supposed to be uh, baseball, now, right? Here's something, again, about sports talk radio. On the Boomer and Geo show last week, they had an eight-minute rant about the new vending machine they had and how Boomer got ice cream out of it. For eight minutes, they talked about this. So where is this producer when this is all going yeah, on? Uh, they, they, you know, producer Al Dukes is part of the show. And he chimes in, but why didn't he stop this? What is so fascinating about this freaking vending machine? You had to talk about it for eight minutes. And who gives a shit about it? It's not in my house. No. It's at the it's at the office somewhere. It just sounds like water cooler stuff. That well, doesn't, I don't doesn't think belong. they they don't know what to talk about. Well, they don't have. The, There's not enough sports, I guess. But still, there is things to talk about. Well, every day there's basketball, there's right. soccer, there's okay. hockey, there's what. track. Here we go. I watched this the other day, and I was watching Yankee Classic uh, right. game, and it was 1956 World Series between the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Yankees. Don Larson's perfect game. Don Larson's perfect game. So in a perfect game, 27 hitters have to come to the plate. Correct. He got every one of them out. There was only two balls that were hit hard. One of them, Mickey Mantle, backhanded right. to save it. And the other one was, uh, I think, a ground ball. It was a very good play, maybe by Billy Martin, who played second. But the guy was untouchable, you know. But in the fourth inning, Mickey Mantle hits a home run in the game. Nobody from uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers came anywhere near Don Larson's stuff. I mean, he had command, and his motion was so easy and effortless. So I'm watching, and... It took 15 seconds for him to get the ball, do whatever he had to do with the mouth, and throw it back to the pitcher. wasn't a four-hour game either. No, no, it was about two hours and two minutes probably what it was. And even the batter, only one time I watched uh, Campanella come out of the box, get another uh, bat, right? And he came back, and he did that within 22 seconds, and and play resumed. And I'm saying, wait a minute, why couldn't they have done that today? No, now they got to step out, they got to redo their gloves. They got to look at the, at the third base coach like they forgot the signs, which they should know by heart. So you look at the, you know, what they're showing you, and you're saying to yourself, you know, guys, pay attention. Four hours is too long. And how many people you'll talk to who couldn't stay up last night to watch the whole game? Right. Not maybe because they had some of them had to go to work today, but because they couldn't stay up that many hours. And that's why they're losing fans. the younger crowd. Sure. Because the younger crowd, they have attention span. They, gotta, they have a shorter attention span, and they're not watching a four-hour game. And no, there's no way, and that's why they're in trouble. And with announcers like this, they're in big, big trouble. I'm watching it. Like for example, 
these guys who have these shows on the morning must do about nothing. I'll oh, give yeah, you one. You'd ask them, like, by the way, who hit the first home run at Yankee Stadium? They don't know. What year did that happen? They don't know. Who hit number two? They don't know. That was a number two guy. Uh, how many home runs did Babe Ruth hit as a Yankee? Babe Ruth uh, started his career with Boston. Right. How, how many people know that five years he was a pitcher? Correct. Before he came and became a hitter. How many people know that? And he still had over 700 home runs right. for a guy Boston didn't want. You know why they didn't want him? Because he wasn't, you know, the elite. No, you know why they didn't want him? Because the owner was bankrupt. And they sold order, him. In order to stay alive, Float, yeah. the guy in New York gave him $100,000 to keep the Red Sox alive. So really, without the, without the Yankees, the Red Sox wouldn't have a, an organization. That's interesting. You know? So here it is, Babe Ruth. Uh, was one of the greatest Yankees of all time. And these are things that you got to know the history. So when you put on the pinstripes, you got to live up to the expectations. So that means if you're playing catcher, you got to call a good game. Yogi Berra would turn over in his, his sleep, right, yeah. in his grave, if you saw Sanchez. Turn too. I mean, they would say, wait a minute, I'm dude. I wish I was a coach to, to show you how. The fundamentals of the game are so important. These guys today, the they can't even spell fundamentals. You know what they can say? Look at, let me look at my bank account. Well, Sanchez mean, has been in, in the United States about 10 or 12 years and came to speak English. But he understands the paycheck, though. He understands dollar bill. Dinero. Dinero. I understand that. So one last thing, talking about the Yankees a little bit. Uh, yesterday in the post, Aaron Hicks got engaged. He's the Yankee center fielder, by the way although he didn't play this year. Um, they gave him $70 million for, for seven years in 2019. Anyway, he got engaged to Cheyenne Woods, who's Tiger Woods' niece, and all winter last year, they posted that they were together and that he played golf with her for six or seven months. And then he plays 32 games for the Yankees and he has to have surgery on his wrist. So you were playing golf or jerking off, which one were you doing for, for like six or seven months? A little bit of both. And in the meantime, you're getting paid $10 million not to play baseball. Well, what gets me is they are not doing a service to the fans because it is the fans, ultimately, who are going to pay these high price. $12 for a hot dog, $15 for a beer. Yeah, I mean, so you look at right now this, this World Series. I mean, it wasn't played in New York. Yeah. It wasn't played in Los Angeles, Chicago. Atlanta and Houston. Right, Atlanta and Houston. And what I saw was two red states, for example, but I, I saw like two people in one game that had a mask in the whole stadium in Atlanta. I'm like, only two people? So they're not following like what New York was. And I think it's one of the reasons why you wouldn't see the World Series here in New York to see 50,000 people with a mask on. And, uh, and with no policemen with masks on. Well, most people it. wanted Atlanta to win for two reasons. One, the Astros cheated a couple of years ago and stole the championship from the Yankees. And Atlanta was... The, the All-Star game was taken away from them because they changed their voter rules where they had to show ID. And Rob, the, the commissioner of baseball decided, Rob Manfred decided that he didn't want Atlanta to have the, 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 Atlantic, the game. So I'm worried, everybody's kind of glad Atlanta won. Well, they deserve to win. I mean, well, uh, They got screwed out of the All-Star game. Any, anybody who can come back and beat a team in their building in a 6th or 7th game of World Series... Sixteen. You know, 
they did it very efficiently, and their bullpen. They shut them out of the last game. And their bullpen was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, the starters didn't do it for Atlanta. It was their bullpen. Now I'm not a baseball guy, but what we're giving you people is more than you probably got from these announcers for ESPN or uh, uh, FAN, or FAN or, or Channel Five, whatever. Stugatz or whatever, you know, even whatever language Stugatz you're getting. In Florida. It. So. Keep it locked here. Alan, we got any more sports stupid That's it for sports stupid Our next one is the big one. 15, 15 minutes, minutes of shame. shame. So here in this next segment, keep it locked here because Alan's going to bring out the mallet, the hammer, the hatchet. He's got a lot of stuff. Everybody's going to have their head chopped. Yeah. So after this is off, so for those of you listening, and because uh, uh, we're not going to protect the guilty. We're going we're to go right at him. We're going to give our opinions. If you like it, fine. If not, up your nose. With a rubber hose or any place else you want to put that hose. So we're coming right back with 15 minutes of shame. So keep it locked here. here. We're going for 